So I closed out the page and kept doing what I was doing, working hard, but not getting the results that I felt like I was entitled to get. And entitled is kind of a key word there. All right guys, on today's episode of Live Lean TV, I'm sharing four things that I wish I knew before starting my healthy lifestyle. Now, this is a, an original question from our hashtag Live Lean TV Q&A series that we filmed back in 2012. So for this hashtag TBT Q&A video, rather than being like your coach, I just wanna like simply sit down, get more personal with you and talk to you as if we're just like sitting here having a beer. So let's call this story time with Brad. But before I share my story guys, please click the subscribe button right down there with notifications turned on. And also please smash that like button if you like puppies. All right, so first I'm gonna share my answer to this question from back in 2012. It's a quick little clip. Then I'll come back here and share my story and see if my perspective has changed. So first, let's jump back to 2012. Lori James Mackison, and his question is, learning, improving in life is about doing things better. Some would say about admit mistakes and do things differently. Can you share some important things you have learned to do better? Excellent point and I agree 100%. I share my mistakes with you guys. Nobody is perfect. If you try to live a perfect life, you're gonna live a life unfulfilled because it's almost impossible you're perfect 100% of the time. So if I could do anything different, I wouldn't have done anything different because I wouldn't be in the place that I am right now if I did things differently and I am content, I'm happy in my current position. But if I would say things for other people to do differently, I would say don't stress out over everything that I'm talking about. This is a lifestyle. If you think that you can't have a slice of pizza once in a while, you're gonna drive yourself crazy. And I did that when I was getting into my journey. I tried to be so strict with everything that it wasn't happening. Just try not to be too strict with everything. If you miss a workout, you miss a workout. If you miss a meal, you miss a meal. Don't kill yourself over it. Don't throw your hands up in the air and say, I'm done, I can't do this, and then go back to your bad forms of eating and bad forms of not moving your body. If you fall off the path, get right back on. You're gonna burn those calories off or you're gonna make up for that missed workout. That's what I would recommend to people. Don't beat yourself up too bad. Live the lean lifestyle and you're gonna enjoy the results. All right, now let's fast forward to my answer today, guys. Now, I still do agree that you shouldn't live your life with regrets because I'm a big believer that if situation X never happened, you may never have arrived at where you are today. Now, let me first share an example from my personal life. So the hardest thing that I ever had to go through in my life was my divorce. I've talked about this before. While at the same time feeling very distant from all of my closest friends. Now, some people would say that they would be ashamed or regret being divorced, but my outlook now being 2019 is that I'm so grateful that it happened because if I stayed in that marriage, I would have never met Jessica, who is not only my wife, but also the mother of my two amazing children and my business partner. Now, at the time, my ex-wife and I both didn't really want to have kids. We both agreed that maybe kids weren't in our future. So if we were still together, I would have never experienced what it's like to be a dad and be so madly in love with two kids, like unconditional love. And not that there's anything wrong with this, but 
If I never got divorced, I'd probably still be living in the same city with the same group of friends that I grew up with. Now again, that may be an amazing life experience for some people, but for me being in that little bubble, just it wasn't meant for me. I'm so grateful to have had the chance and the experience to live in another country, living in Southern California and being pushed outside my comfort zone to meet new people and experience more diversity in my life. Now with all that said guys, there are things that I wish I knew before starting my healthy lifestyle. And I don't have any like dramatic stories to share about experiences with binging or starving myself or causing my body harm with like these outrageous dieting mistakes. But growing up, keeping it real, I did have insecurities and struggles with self-esteem that stemmed from how I thought I looked. And even though I was an athlete growing up, I had a tight group of friends and I dated my one and only true high school crush throughout high school, I was still just not comfortable in my own skin. Now remember, just because you may not be severely obese or sickly underweight, it doesn't mean you don't also have insecurities with your body. Now, I was one of those people and I share a lot of these uh, personal stories and these struggles. That's why I wrote my book, Think and Live Lean. And I share a lot of it in there. So with all that said, here are the four things that I wish I knew before starting my healthy lifestyle. Now the first one's gonna be the longest, but it's also my most important key learning that can be applied to pretty much any area of your life. Number one, narrow your focus. Now I could call this many different things, but I feel like narrowing your focus best summarizes this. When I first started my Live Lean journey, I was consuming way too much information from way too many people. I call this analysis paralysis. This often leads to becoming overwhelmed, which then leads to frustration, and then for most people leads to doing nothing at all. So when I first started going to the gym, I would walk onto the weight floor, become intimidated by all the people that looked like they knew what they were doing, then I'd hit the safe zone and I'd walk over to the cardio machines. Now, low intensity, steady state cardio is not what a 20 year old skinny dude with like a little bit of a flabby belly needs to be doing. Then I convinced my buddy to come train with me, which helped me kind of finally get the courage to start lifting weights. So we basically went onto the gym floor, we watched what others did, and then we tried to do everything on our own. And <laughs> this ultimately became a waste of my time, so I knew that I needed to pivot my training. Now, my girlfriend at the time asked if I wanted her to hire me a personal trainer for my birthday present, and I thought about it, but it was super expensive. And I remember that none of those personal trainers that were at my gym were even in great shape. So I passed on that investment for another investment in my training, a subscription to Men's Health Magazine, which low key flex alert, I appeared in that magazine 17 years later. But back to my story, I figured I'd follow the workouts and the recipes every month in the Men's Health Magazine that arrived in the mail. So. To get organized, I remember I bought a blue binder with like some loose leaf in it and I started creating my first fitness program. So I'd get a new magazine in the month or in the mail every month, then I'd cut out the workouts, I'd cut out the recipes and then I'd paste them in the blue binder that I had and that was like my fitness bible. Then I'd do whatever workout appeared next in my binder. So basically I'd, one day I'd do this workout, turn the page and I'd do that workout next regardless of what body part or what style of training. So my training was completely random. And on top of that, I was also eating a low calorie recipe from this day, then a muscle building recipe from this day. It was pointless. <laughs> so getting back to my point, my training and my eating was completely random with no focus on a specific 
goal. And it was safe to say that I was putting in effort, but the effort wasn't showing me results. And that kind of led me to the next phase when I started reading other blogs and books about different training styles and different diets. The one day I was reading Arnold Schwarzenegger's encyclopedia on bodybuilding, then the next day I was reading a blog post on circuit training and etc. So this just led me to more frustration in my search for that perfect plan for me. And then I remember I just had this epiphany. Focus! And this led me on a journey to find one expert that was getting the results that I wanted. Now, once I found this person, I promised to put my blinders on, forget all the other conflicting information out there, and just like dial things in on their specific teachings. And I remember searching on Google one day, I searched, I think it was like world's most shredded male, and I saw an image of a guy that matched my ideal physique pop up in the results. So. He was actually quite similar in a height to me and even had some similar characteristics. So I felt like that connection. So I remember doing some more searching. I found his website and I saw that he was actually from Los Angeles. So that meant personal training with this guy was out. But I also noticed that he sold customized workout and nutrition plans on his website. And you guys, you gotta remember this was back in, I think it was 2009 when buying digital programs online was just not a thing. So I mean, I didn't even know what I would get. Plus at the time, the price seemed super expensive for what I potentially could get. I didn't even know. I think it was around 500 to 600 US dollars, which was around seven to 800 Canadian dollars because I was living in Canada at the time. And I remember there was like no way that I could afford that. So I closed out the page and kept doing what I was doing, working hard, but not getting the results that I felt like I was entitled to get. And entitled is kind of a key word there. Then I remember having that conversation with my fiance at the time and she gave me the encouragement that I needed. She said, if you really want a bread, just go for it. Like put it on your credit card and you'll find a way to pay it off. So I remember I sat down at the kitchen table, went back to his site and sent him an email that I was interested. So I think he got back to me in about a day. So I felt better about it. So I added his program to my cart. Then I sat there with like my finger hovering over <laughs> the mouse. We, are, we had mouses back then over the, the submit order button. I remember thinking, how was a guy 5,000 kilometers? So kilometers, remember I was in Canada at the time. So over 3,000 miles going to train me. Then I just thought, screw it. Let's find out. And I went, I clicked the button to finalize the purse or the purchase. And guys, the rest is history. And I'm no, I'm not gonna sit here and say that his program was so magical that I immediately got results. But I will say that putting a lot of skin in the game had a lot to do with my consistency and my determination to make it work. So that plus the idea of focusing on only one expert's nutrition and fitness advice that were tailored to my goals gave me the belief in myself and the incentive to do it. So that there is my story on narrowing your focus, investing in yourself and being consistent. Now, I wish I knew the power of doing that before I started my healthy lifestyle as I would have saved a lot of time and frustration. And that was a long, <laughs> a long story. So I promise to be quicker with the rest as they're more straight to the point. But this one is the most important one that I wish I would have taken care of early in my journey. All right, number two, there was no such thing as the 7 p.m carb monster. Yeah, I remember a time when I was a grown man who was afraid of this mythical monster. And this monster was known in the fitness industry as the nighttime carb monster. Now, this carb monster would only appear when the clock struck 7pm. 
And if he caught you putting any carbohydrates in your mouth past 7 p.m., those ugly calories that you just put in your mouth or those ugly carbohydrates would turn into stubborn body fat. And so there was a time when I feared that nighttime carb monster, but then I just, you know, came to my senses. I realized after some research, like all monsters, he was just in my figment of my imagination. Now, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean that you should sit in front of the TV at 11 p.m. chowing down on cookies, but it does mean if you work out at night, most people should still eat your carbohydrates after your workout, no, long, no matter how late it is. So when you earn your carbohydrates, those carbohydrates will be used to help you recover from your workout rather than being sent into your fat cells and be stored fat. All right, key learning number three, don't avoid natural foods with saturated fats. Okay, so quick story. Back in 2011, I sold my house and I was in the process of building a new one. And since my old house, it closed before my new one was actually ready to move into, I had to live with my parents for about three weeks or so. And this allowed my parents to see my new way of eating. So I remember every night before I go to bed or maybe an hour before I go to bed, I would make eggs after dinner. I think yeah, it was usually around a couple hours after dinner. So not only was it weird for my mom to see me eating eggs at night because we all know eggs are only meant to be eaten at breakfast, <laughs> but she also couldn't understand why I was throwing out the egg yolk. I told her, saturated fat, mama. It's bad for my heart. Now, my mom, she grew up on a farm and she was also a home economics teacher in school. So she just shook her head and said I was being so wasteful. And yes, mom, you were right, you were right. Egg yolks, they're good for you. Then around 2012, I started learning more about the paleo diet and all of the studies that debunked those old and poorly designed studies that said saturated fat causes heart disease. So fast forward to now, or fast forward for the last probably 10 years, I actually make an effort to get more saturated fat into my diet via eggs, grass-fed beef, and coconut products. So not only does this help with my healthy cholesterol, it's also a great way to boost your natural testosterone. All right, number four, adding salt to your food is okay. So yes, there was a time when I wouldn't even buy mixed spices if it had salt in the ingredients list. And no, I'm not saying that you should aim to have a lot of salt in your diet. However, when you eat mainly clean, one ingredient foods, you can add salt to it. Now, salt gets excessive when you eat a lot of processed foods. Now, the overconsumption of these processed foods is why people have issues with too much salt in their diet. It's not from adding too much salt to your homemade steak or potatoes. Plus, salt is actually an essential mineral, meaning that it's essential to your health, especially when you sweat a lot or you drink a lot of water because salt is an electrolyte. So take control back of your salt consumption by preparing your meals using one ingredient foods and then add the salt yourself then you're good. So there you go, my friends. Those are my four things I wish I knew before starting my healthy lifestyle. Again, the major game-changing thing was the first one. So ask yourself this question and really think about it before being defensive. Are you being stubborn by trying to go through your fitness journey on your own? If you are, guys, we can help take all that guesswork away so you just put in the work and then execute on that step-by-step -step plan that you get. So you can go take our Live Lean Body quiz to find the best six-week workout program for you based on your goals, your fitness level, and access to equipment. Or you can go join our Team Live Lean Inner Circle to get ongoing programs and coaching and accountability to reach your goals faster. Bruno's in.
So you can get links to both of those options in the video description below. All right, today's question for you guys is, what year did you start your healthy lifestyle? And also, have you tried any of our living programs? And if so, which ones? List them below. All right guys, so since I shared my insecurities video here, I want you to go watch a video from Jessica where she also opens up about her fears and insecurities. You can go check out that video right here.